Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It's the final rewatch. The final rewatch. Final rewatch. Oh, it's the final rewatch before the new season. It's the final rewatch. I'm watching them all The final Greetings, stranger friends, and welcome back to the final rewatch. But before we talk about today's episode, I'm in a good mood because the Bruins won. Um, but that's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm not talking about silly sports. I'm here talking about something important. The Stranger Things 4 poster has been released. And I'm looking at this thing. Do they have like high-res versions of these things? Even even not high-res. I wish I could print out all four posters and get like a full, one of those frames that has four, like eight by 10 photos in them. And, you know, people would put photos of their family in them. You know, the parents, a couple of kids. No, 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 no. No family. The only family I want in here are the Wheelers, the Byers, the Sinclairs, the Hendersons. Um, that's it. And the uh, Hoppers. And the uh, Max. The, the Mayfields? Did I get that right? 
and whoever Murray and and all the all I want is Stranger Things. All right, I'm not gonna I I can't remember all the last names, um, but I don't have any place like I don't have like a den, uh, man cave, whatever you'd call it, office studio to um, to do that someday, someday, someday I'm gonna be old, and I'm you know I'm gonna be like, um, honey. Now that we're retired, I want to um, have this room to put all my Stranger Things and Superman stuff in. I'm going to do a podcast. See you. Bye. And then I'd close the door and I'd be back in three hours. Um, but that's not today. Today, I'm here <laughs> to ramble on, but to talk about this poster. This thing is beautiful. It's got all our favorite people in it. The main, uh, the biggest head, well, the biggest head is the baddie. We all know the name, right? We've all seen the name, so I'm not going to spoil it. If I say Vecna, that's what... They always give it some sort of uh, Dungeons and Dragons nickname. Um, I've talked about it before, but I just wanted to um, warn you that that's what they're calling it, Vecna. That is like the all-compassing background of everything. The whole poster is behind... Uh, behind Vecna's eyes. It's these scary blue eyes that are also quite piercing. Uh, his face is is like one side is bathed in blue, the other side is bathed in red, and everything else in the poster is before it. The biggest of our stars is uh, Eleven with short hair. Now... They can only make her look so young. This cannot be. This cannot be current 11 in short hair. Right? Like when they take her away, they don't make her cut her hair to do, to deal with Vecna again. Like we can't have hair in the way. Could they? Hmm. I don't want to think that. Like why would they have to do that to her? She likes her hair long, let her have her hair long. If she likes it short, let her have it short. You know what has his hair long? Michael, but he's not the biggest, the second biggest head. That's Max. And she's got cool headphones on because she's got a Walkman. Ah, a Walkman. I used to go for walks with my Walkman. You'd have one tape, maybe if you brought a couple other tapes. and uh, Or you made a mixtape. And it was like, it was music wherever you could take Imagine having music in your pocket wherever you could take it. It's, it was amazing. Um, we have the next biggest head would then be Mike with his cool hockey hair. If I had hair like that, pff, I mean, the sky's the limit. Um, on the other side, we have, uh, Lucas, who's got an amazing flat top, very, ap- I, I, I always want to say apropos. I think that's right. Of the era. Um, like that thing is perfect mid eighties hairstyle. Um, I love it. And then we go down to, they're like, Eleven's the top, Max, Mike, Lucas. We get down to some smaller heads. Um, on the right, we have Dustin, who is starting to look like jacked. Like, he's getting shoulders, he's a neck, and he's like thinned out, and he's grown, he's tall. But he still wears Hawaiian shirts, and he still wears a hat. And he has a Hellfire Club t-shirt on under his shirt. I noticed that. And so does that other dude who's, he's smaller. We're not going to get to him yet, but we have, um, 
Dustin. Then we have Steve and and Will. Now I thought they were going to split them up, Hawkins side, California side, Russian side. They didn't really do that because Will and Mike are in California, but Dustin and Steve are back in Hawkins. Eric is there as well. Steve has a, a flashlight. Um, Dustin has a walkie. And Will and Erica just have nervous looks on their faces. Um, on the other side, we have Nancy with cool new hair. We have Robin with... I can't tell if her hair's new. I don't remember. I don't, it's pretty similar. Um, then we have the new dude. Who I always remember with Eddie Munster. He's Eddie Munson. He's wearing an, another Hellfire Club uh, shirt with a jean jacket and rock star hair. Uh, they're all... Oh, boy. I just noticed this now. They're all above the Creel House. The Creel House is covered in uh, upside-down vines. But I didn't mention also above them in the dead center is this is the grandfather clock, which is inside the Creel House. I feel like... Remember, remember we... Now, I'm just guessing. Remember we saw the family in the clips in the Creel House and the murders... I'm going to guess that that guy was possessed by this Vecna. And this Vecna, I'm just guessing, is the king of the Upside Down. And I wouldn't be surprised if he is not defeated in season four. If he is somehow subdued, somehow they escape. But it all comes to the final, final season in season five. This Creel house... um, it's not the chimney, but something's coming out of the Creole house, and it's giant red plumes of smoke filled with flying demogorgons, I'm going to say. That's my guess. Scary giant demobats. I'm not sure they're demobats, but they're flying, and they're scary. And that, I am guaranteeing. On the right side, we have tentacles, giant, frightening tentacles. Not, they don't look like they're made of people. They don't look like they're made of smoke or or shadow they look like a giant monster and that's scary uh at towards the bottom left we have our 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 team from russia um murray at the bottom joyce at the top hopper in the middle i see a jet ski a train track i feel like the jet ski is going to come into play why would they be a jet ski there and uh, a biplane which um, is that what Joyce, or maybe it's not a biplane. It's a small plane. It looks like it's got bi wings. So maybe it is a biplane. Um, so I th- I'm going to guess that's what Murray and Joyce um, fly into Russia in. And in the lower right, we have another new character. Argyle, I think is his name. Standing with Jonathan, who's got longer hair now. And they're standing in California, um, but they're very, very tall compared to the pizza truck, the pizza delivery van. Is it Supreme Pizza? Is that what they're called? Uh, And you see some houses and some palm trees in the background, and I think that's it. You see more tentacles in the front under the Stranger Things 4 logo and by Murray's feet. Lower left-hand corner, Netflix. Lower right-hand corner, Volume 2, July 1st. 
Volume 1, May 27th. Guys, it's May 12th. Tomorrow is going to be May 13th. Friday the 13th. And we're going to be two weeks away from this. Remember when New Year's came around? You're like, maybe we're going to see something on Super Bowl. Maybe on New Year's. Maybe this. Maybe that. And nothing happened. Or then it eventually did happen. And we're like, oh, that's not that far away. Oh, and then we're waiting. And we're waiting. And now it's like, it's really here. It's really happening. But we're not there yet. So to fill the time, let's keep going with the final rewatch. And today's chapter... Chapter 3 of Stranger Things 2, The Polywall! I swear I wasn't kidding when I said um, the other day, oh, you know, Thursday's episode should be up much earlier. Um, I didn't deliberately lie, but I did not keep that promise as I'm recording the uh, rewatch, the recap, uh, at 10.15 at night. Um, but that's okay. That's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Even though I watched the episode um, before work, I took um, I took a good amount of notes just to kind of keep me on track. Nothing, you know, I, I'm not trying to um, do anything groundbreaking with these episodes. We've gone over these things. You've seen these things many times. I'm just kind of trying to remember everything in order of how it happened. So that's why I take quick little notes. Like I'm a court stenographer. Can you read back what just happened? Oh, yes. Um, Dustin just went into uh, his house and his mother's like, oh, how was the greatest night of the year? And he's like, oh, yes, it was uh, tubular. He really does love using that the tubular word. Uh, but his mom noticed he was acting a little weird. He's like, oh, oh yeah. Um, and the, the trap started shaking. He's like, ha, 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 ha. yeah, I just tripped. I, tri- I rigged it so it would act like a, a, a goat. There was a ghost inside. She's like, oh, OK, OK. Um, but he's like, what did I find? He made no connection that this is some sort of evil thing from another dimension. Uh, he just was like, hmm, what is this? What are you? He he took out his turtle. Was it Yertle? Yertle the turtle? He took out uh, the, the, ta- the turtle from the tank and put the uh, whatever it is he found. And says he looked at his, gave him, first of all, giving an animal chocolate. Um, well, you don't know what this animal is. Not the best idea, but he didn't know any better. So he gives the thing some chocolate. It ate a little. I think it ate some. And he looked. It was a Three Musketeers bar. And he's like, oh, I'm going to call you D'Artagnan. But as Dustin sleeps that night, D'Artagnan gives this little like <laughs> a little shriek like, oh, OK, this thing is not um, as friendly as Dustin thinks it might be. So I think that's when the credits came in and we get another flashback of we see Hopper refilling the uh, the box. But Eleven sees him this time, sees it was him. And as he's heading back out to his car, he, uh, she goes and reveals herself and is like, you know, lets him know that she's out there. Uh, that next morning, she's still mad because he was late. But he's like, I guess I'm going to have this giant triple-decker ego by myself. That got her out of bed. That thing looked very sugary, high in carbs, 
high in calorie, uh, and I think, what's the word? Delicious. That looked delicious. Uh, Hopper noticed the cord going into uh, Eleven's bedroom with the TVs, and it's like, you visited him again last night, huh? So he, he doesn't scold her for that. He doesn't, you know, he's not negative about it. He just noticed it. And she's like, he needs me. Uh, he said he needs me. And um, Hopper's like, you know, do you want me to check on him? She's like, no. No. Um, uh, when can I see him? He's like, soon, when it's not dangerous. When? And she starts yelling at him. She's like, friends, don't lie. Um, she's just angry. She slams the door using her magic powers. And uh, she is just upset. And of course she is. She's just hanging out there in that cabin for the better part of a year. I mean, it couldn't have been that much, that long while she was out there. It was long enough for her hair to grow. So maybe a couple of weeks, but the rest of the time she was, she's been in that cabin away from all her friends. Over at the buyer's house, uh, Bob offers to take Will to, to school in the Bobmobile. And Jonathan's like, Bob's staying over here now? It wasn't really, nothing was really answered there. But um, Jonathan noticed. Meanwhile, Dustin went over to the library. And he wants to take out a bunch of books on um, amphibians that he wants to do some research on. And we see our librarian again, who was um, not very happy with Hopper last season. And she's like, Mr. Henderson, uh, you, you can only have five books out at a time. And he goes, one, two, three, four, five. She says, you already have five books out. He's like, well, I, I'm on a curiosity voyage and these books are my paddles. And then she distracts him. He distracts her and she runs off with the, with the um, books She's like, Mr. Henderson, he said, curiosity voyage. And he just runs off. Uh, and what are they going to do? It's, it's five bucks. He'll return them. Cut over to Will and Bob in the car. And Bob has kind of a creepy little story about Mr. Baldo. And he'd see this, this clown in his dreams at night. And you couldn't help but think of it and Pennywise. But he told, you know, he said this thing would show up in his dreams all the time. He, he noticed that Will was up and he's like, you having bad dreams? He goes, I used to have really bad dreams. Will was like, you did? And they seem to connect here a little bit. Um, uh, Bob was talking about how he'd go sleep with his mom. He'd have these dreams. And then finally they stopped. He knew he was in his dream and he stood his ground in the dream. And, you know, he says, you know, you're not going to scare me. Go away. And he stopped having the dreams. And I feel like that, well, obviously that sticks with Will. Um, we'll find that out later. So uh, in school, Max is asking Lucas, you know, why do they call him a zombie boy? And, you know, he was only lost for a week. They had a funeral after one week. Lucas is like, you know, um, they said another kid drowned. It was crazy. You can ask anyone, but not Will. It's, it's you know, it's too, it's It'll upset him too much. He's too sensitive about it. Don't ask him. So they're in class, and Mr. Clark is teaching about this. I forget what the name of the the person is, but they got a railroad spike, I think, in their head, and they lived. Um, I wondered if I thought maybe that would be a a kind of a um, a foreshadowing, but I don't I don't think it is. Uh, and Lucas goes in there, and he just starts saying, "AV Club at lunch." 
AV, he looks at Dust, at Max, AV club at lunch. And she's like, okay. He gives a nice smile. Jump over to the uh, police department and there's a map of all the rot on the wall. And, you know, the guys didn't, they mapped as much as they could until it got dark. He's like, bring flashlights. Uh, but he's looking at them all and he's starting to put something together. Drawing lines around um, where all the flags were. There's one thing in the middle, one giant building out there in the middle of all of it. And he's, you know, it's obviously the lab. He, they, we don't, they don't say it, but we know what it is at the center of all of it. Uh, we cut back to Eleven again at the cabin. She's bored uh, and she is uh, near, the do- near the door. She has a flashback um, where Hopper shows her the cabin Says, this is your new home. It was, you know, I think he said my grandfather's. I use it for storage. And then he puts on a little Jim Croce. I love me some Jim Croce. You don't tug on Supermanscape. You don't speed in the wind. You don't pull the mask off on Lone Ranger. And you don't mess around with Jim, which is perfect also for Jim Hopper. You don't mess around with Jim. Then we get a cleaning montage, which shows them getting the house set up. We, show, we see them setting up the tripwire. We see them talking about ground rules, um, talking about keeping the curtain drawn, only open the door with a secret knock, don't ever go outside alone. Uh, and, you know, the, it's the don't be stupid rule. That's the, like they have all that. And, but it seems like Eleven has had enough with the rules and she goes out breaking all the rules over at school. We see Steve and our man Billy, Billy the Bully, having a little rivalry on the court. Billy does um, steals the ball from Steve. He's a very aggressive basketball player. He makes the shot, but it's it's not very graceful. He does his under the leg layup. Um, maybe the 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 high school girls think thought it was cool. You know me, I'm like, oh jeepers, Billy! Well, no, you know, is it really? Did you need that? You could have just had a nice safe layup, backboard, boom, in counts the same amount. Um, Nancy pulls Steve out because she's like, she's not sure what happened the night before. She's like, you know what? When did you take me home? And, um, he's like, what? I didn't take you home. Jonathan took you home. Uh, and he explains everything. He tells her, fills in all the blanks of everything. How you said everything was bullshit. She's like, no, no. He goes, really? Then tell me you love me. And nothing. So you feel bad for Steve because, um, you know, you start last year, you, you didn't like him. Then you started to like him. Now you're, you're like, I think I like him. I think he's on our side here. Um, so we jump back to the AV club and, uh, Dustin is showing all of them. D'Artagnan, they all hold him. They said he's slimy, like a living booger. Uh, Dustin thinks it maybe is a non-aquatic polywog. But they see like it's like something moving inside it. Like it looks like something's moving inside it. Uh, and maybe they discovered a new species. Will looks at that thing. And it's like he hears the noise. And he just has this memory of coughing up that slug inside uh, his own sink. Remember at the end of last season. And I'm like, is, did he actually cough D'Artagnan up or something like it? Um, it's, it's just the thought of it. It's like ugh, making me gag a little bit. Um, but the noise definitely reminded him of the upside down. 
And uh, so they're going to show it to Mr. Clark, but Dustin's worried that Mr. Clark doesn't want to steal his discovery, um, which I thought was funny. Lucas really excited about this, this discovering a new species. Over in the downtown area, uh, Bob brought lunch to Joyce. They're sitting outside the store. And um, it's a nice little talk because Bob's like, you know, I, I really feel like I'm connecting. I really like your family. And I feel like I'm connecting with him. Jonathan, he's a, he's a tough nut to crack. But Will, you know, I think I will. But Will, I feel like I really made uh, a good connection with him. And then he, you know, talked about the camera. You know, it was a little dinged up. It works fine, but it's a little dinged up. He's like, oh, he goes, I think I saw the video on it, and it looks like Jonathan was bullied a little um, on the camera. She's like, what? What is this? What are you talking about? And she's like, she demands, she, all she could think about now at this point is seeing what the hell is on this camera. We jump over, and Hopper, uh, he's back at the lab. He's talking to Owens about this three-mile radius of rot. And Owens doesn't see the connection. He's like, um, nothing about that worries you. Because you go out there, you run your tests. And as much as Dr. Owens is more on our side, the way he said, you give me orders? No, no. Um, and Hopper's like, I've done my part. You keep your shit out of my town. And he's like, you just you run your tests. Which he gets through to them. Cut over to the um, to the high school, and Nancy and Jonathan. Actually, Jonathan's filling in the blanks of how Steve asked him to take Nancy home, uh, and Jonathan opens up how he, you know, Will's not the same anymore, and um, he tries to be there to help him, and they're like, maybe things just can't go back to the way they were, you know. Nancy's like, there were so many people' lives were ruined, and he goes, yeah, but those people are dead. Do you really believe that? Nancy sees a Walkman, and she has an idea uh, that includes Radio Shack. Eleven, meanwhile, is in the woods just walking around. She comes across a yard and a mom with her kid on a swing. She has a flashback of Hopper telling a story about a mother. Do I have a mother? Where is she? He's like, uh, gone. You know, I'm, so, I'm really sorry, kid. Um, so he kind of lies. It says the mother's gone. Um, back, cut back to, to our time, the, the current time. And the mother's like, um, excuse me, girl, young lady, are you okay? She's like, uh, school. Where is school? And the girl points out to the school, and then she uses her powers to make the swing go crazy. They turn around, and they turn back. Uh, Eleven's gone. So Joy, uh, Joyce gets back home. And after finally calling Bob and figuring out how to set up the camera, um, because it wasn't, see, I was lucky. I had a video camera where you put a VHS tape in the camera, you took it out, you put it in your VCR, you could watch things right away. We would make these movies and edit them in the camera. So we'd take a shot, hit stop, take the next shot, hit stop, and it would edit into a film. We'd make Dracula movies. We made Goodfellas. We remade um, Fatal Attraction. We did a bunch of things, vampire movies. Um, but if you screwed up, you'd rewind it, try to get it time-wise, get it to the right spot, and um, and hit record. 
and then you just pop it right into the v- VCR and watch it. But this camera had smaller tapes, so you needed an adapter to put this tape into a bigger tape. They didn't have that, but she did have all the wires so she can plug the camera right into the TV. Long story short, Bob helps her so she can see the video. She sees the bullies bothering Will, and then when Will falls over, he's like, Mike, Mike, there's this flash, and you see this static, and the static has a shape, and she looks at that shape like she's seen it before. She runs, grabs a piece of paper, maybe tracing paper, and a pencil, puts it up against the TV, and traces that shape. Then she goes straight to uh, that drawing that Will did that said, oh, he just made up a drawing for a story. It's almost the exact same thing. So whatever she saw in that camera, uh, in that video, Will, Will is seeing that. That's what Will saw too. Back at the school, they're going to talk uh, to Mr. Clark and tell him about Dart. But before they do, Will and Mike, Will tells Mike, he's like, there's something I need to tell you about Dart. Uh, Right when they're about to show Mr. Clark, Mike busts in. He's like, stop. Sorry, Mr. Clark. There's a stupid prank. We need to go right now. Outside the school, um, this is a different girl. It wasn't Carol, right? This was some girl with Billy. And he's like, the hell with it. We waited long enough. Yeah, we didn't. uh, For your sister, let's get out of here. And don't call her that. Don't call her what? Don't call her. She's not my sister. Uh, She can skate home. So Billy abandons Max. Um, Back inside the school, guess who else abandoned Max? Everyone. They locked her out of the AV room. Uh, Inside uh, the room, they're like, you know, because they're talking about upside down stuff. And before it was just a cool thing they found. Now they're thinking this is related to everything and Max can't know about that. They're like, um, you know, maybe Will can see into the upside down. They explained the things that Will was seeing. Maybe it wasn't dreams. Maybe he's actually seeing it. Um, like maybe Dart is from the upside down. And Dustin's like, that doesn't mean he's bad. He's you know, getting defensive. We, we have this bond. Um, and then the trap, the, the Ghostbuster trap that Dart is inside, shaking. Max outside is going to pick the lock. Inside, this thing all of a sudden gets bigger and then busts out legs. And then I hear dun, 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 a little homage to the gremlins as this thing starts running all over the floor. Max gets the door open. This thing escapes. And Mike obviously blames her right away. Cut back. And Jonathan and Nancy are back at the wheelers. They're, um, oh, uh, we have a test we really need to study. She's like, oh, what, you went to Radio Shack? Oh, yes, I needed a new... Uh, New Walkman, so I went there and got it. So they go up into her room because the Wheeler's parents apparently don't mind uh, a boy, the buyer, the 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 buyer's boy being up in uh, Nancy's room. And she's like, uh, "Hi." She talked to Bob's mom, Barb's mom, and says, "I need to tell you something. Um, I haven't been completely honest with you, but I don't want to tell you over the phone. I want to tell you in person. Can you meet me tomorrow at this park at nine a.m.?" She did this fully expecting that she was being bugged and listened, listened in on. And guess what? She was one. She doesn't know this yet, but she was 100% correct over at the pumpkin patch. Um, they're there now taking the tests for, for soil and they need to keep the area clean. Um, 
and Owens is there, but he's still not buying that there's a connection. Hopper gets a call uh, that there was a mom asking about, quote-unquote, that Russian girl. Owens overhears this or might have overheard it. It seemed like he did. He seemed a little interested, like, what are they talking about over there? And Hopper like is like freaking out. He's like, you stay right there. I'll be right there. Um, meanwhile, Eleven made it to the school. She sees Mike's bike outside. They're all running around inside looking for Dart. Eleven so close she almost crosses paths, paths with them. Uh, they're all searching through every room. A very funny moment. Lucas kicks in the door like doing karate. And Mr. Sinclair. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm looking for a study hall. Um, you'd think at one point this is where they're going to cross paths, but they don't. Instead, Mike crossed paths with, crossed, crosses paths. Say that fast. With Max. And um, he's like, she's like, this is the boys' room. And, oh, he says, this is the boys' room. I'm looking for Dart. He goes, we don't need your help. Go home. We don't want you in the party. I should have been asked. No one asked me. We're full. He's like, what are you talking about? We have this. We have that. We have this. And Elle's our mage. He's like, who's Elle? I don't even know who she is. Well, she moved away. Well, I could be your Zoomer. And, but that doesn't even make any sense. Look, she's going around on her skateboard. I'm your Zoomer. Uh, at this point, Eleven actually is right outside. She looks in. She sees Mike. And she smiles at Mike. And she sees Mike smiling. And she sees Mike smiling at Max. And she couldn't help herself. I mean, she's a young kid. A little jealousy. She used a little magic power. And Maxine trips. Did I just call her Maxine? Did I really just do that? Well, Max trips. And she said, um, oh, I don't know. It's weird. It was like a magnet pulled my board out. Mike thought, hmm, wait a second. Magnet? That sounds like power. So she runs. he runs outside quickly. Um, and... He's outside, nothing there. But um, it seems, I think, that he and Max are on good terms now. I believe so. I hope so. Joyce, meanwhile, calls the school looking for Will. Um, they're like, oh, you know, Mr. Clark left. Maybe AV Club was canceled. And the, the, the women working, the administrators, they're looking at each other like, oh, God, it's Joyce Byers again. Once she heard AV was canceled, she got in her car and tore out of there quickly, racing to the school. Um, inside the school, Will actually found Dart in the bathroom. And he's like, it's okay. I'm not going to hurt you. And the thing goes, and Will's like, whoa, and he starts running, and boom, he's triggered into the upside down. I wonder if this creature senses something in Will or knows Will, like recognizes Will. I wonder. Um, so now he's in the upside down in the school. The shadow is chasing him and, um, Dustin gets back and he's like, um, where's, where's, uh, Will maybe, maybe Will has dart. He put dart under his hat. He got it back. He got D'Artagnan back and hid it from his friends. Not, not cool. Not cool. Dustin, not smart. Um, but they're like, where, where is Will? And you see Will running through the school, running out of the school. And then there's a little flashback of him thinking about Bob. And Bob was like, you got to stand your ground. Go away. Go away. So he, the shadow comes right at him. He turns around, stands his ground, and says, go away. Go away. It does not go away. It goes right inside of him. 
And then, you know, Bob, the little flashback of it goes away. And just like that, snap. And the episode ends with the monster going inside of Will Byers. Yeek. Fun, fantastic episode. We got the reveal of what D'Artagnan actually is or probably is from the Upside Down. We got um, Nancy and Jonathan doing some uh, junior detective sleuthing, which I love. Steve didn't fare well in this episode. Billy was in only a little bit, you know, just his, just a little, a little prick of a prick. And um, that's really it. Eleven is out, which he shouldn't be. But um, I do hate that they don't really cross paths till almost the end. But um, she got to see that her friends are all safe, at least. And I guess Max is almost in the group. She's not fully there yet. She doesn't know all these, um, all the secrets and all the upside down. And she doesn't even know. I mean, think of next season, how close her and Eleven are. They don't even know each other yet. And the first interaction is is Eleven being jealous. And she's, it's not even really an interaction, but like it's... Eleven snooping on them. Um, oh, just a fun, fun, fun episode. And um, so much fun doing this rewatch. So much fun that I think I want to do it again tomorrow. So I hope you'll join me then. Will you be mine? Won't you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Tomorrow again is Friday the 13th. So I wonder if if it'll just line up that tomorrow's episode is extra spooky. Um, but that's it. That's it. It's almost 11 o'clock and I am ready to save this, upload it and bring it to you. So my friends, thank you so much for listening and subscribing. You can find me on Twitter at Geek Mentality and on Instagram at Geek Mentality. The show you can find on Twitter at Stranger Depod. I keep bringing up the Instagram. I still haven't used it, so don't worry about it right now. But every episode of Stranger Danger from the book club to the bonus episodes to the rewatch to the original episodes every single one can be found at, at fansnotexperts.com slash stranger a danger and with that my friends once again I say thank you for listening thank you for subscribing stay stranger my friends and don't bring a strange creature from the upside down to school and especially don't hide it under your hat don't tell your friends about it At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 